Welcome to the Fade You podcast, where we teach you, the gambler, which bullshit narratives to fade. We're here on August 2nd. My name is Matthew James. I'm here with Chris Duke and with Kmart back from Florida. Kmart, how's Florida? Florida was great. I flew through the eye of the hurricane yesterday. I swam with bull sharks. I am I am just ready for all these seasons to get going. Let's fucking go. Bull shark cock. <laughs> and Chris, what are you up to? Just degenning hardcore, <laughs> hoping that these fade Tito's come through. A couple of them uh, going towards halftime right now. The let's, Grizzlies and the Spurs. Let's start there. Uh, you heard from a couple of our fades today. You heard from Tito after coming off of our fade Tito last night. What does Tito have cooking and, and how does it look? He's got two going right now. Uh, Memphis and San Antonio going at it. That's getting towards the first half. Spurs, uh, we're fading him. He's on the Grizzlies. Spurs with a five-point lead uh, with a couple minutes to go. And he's got the Rangers, so we need those San Francisco Gigantes. And they're down 3-1, so uh, that's in the fourth inning. So we're early in both those. And he's got, what does he have later? He's got a uh, hockey over later, so we're on the under. Um Vancouver and uh, the Wild, right? Later there on. There you go. Yeah. A uh, couple notes there. Spurs cashed as a dog the other day, looking to do the same to the Grizzlies this afternoon. And then those NHL unders since the restart, unders were 16 for 17 going into today. And of course, what happens? First game goes over. So mm-hmm. here we go. Uh, and then you heard from Dennis as you were getting out to go for a run. What's, what's Den doing? Yeah, I hit him up trying to get a little fade you action for us. And uh, I took off running like he must have texted me back a minute later and I already took off. Um, he went on over in the Rockies and I saw it late, so I lived it for him. So we're on under 11 and a half. We didn't get to hit that on fade you sports on the Twitter, but he's also on the Arizona Diamondbacks. So he's thinking fade Kirsch. Um, he took a, what do we say, Matt? He'll be on some square dogs. Maybe this is a square dog. Kirsch is out to a 2-0 lead right now, it looks like, out in the desert. So Let's go, Doyers! There you go. Like Chris said, make sure you guys get these fade picks. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Fade U Sports. That's the letter U, Fade U Sports. Uh, Chris, for new listeners and people who might not be familiar with our work, Explain to us why we fade people like Tito and like Dennis. Uh, What makes this so profitable for us? Usually they walk right into a, uh, usually as us sharp guys, we're always trying to look for maybe a small market. I know Kmart loves a small market college football and basketball. Dennis and Tito, they love big market games. They love the ones on ESPN. They love the ones that everyone's hammering, right? That the Dodgers and uh, the UFC last night and uh, all this hockey's getting back. They love it. And so when they're on favorites and they're on overs, um, we're going to go ahead and fade them because everyone is going to be on that. I think uh, people are what usually we see 70, 80, 90% of the public are on their side. So that's what we love. And uh, they, they bet the same way every time they do not, they don't change their, their strategy. So we just go ahead and take a fade you stance to those people. Yeah, we've been fading guys like Dennis for years. Big, big sample size of them taking juicy favorites and 
square overs and uh, these guys just consistently lose. So that's why here at Fade U, we fade those guys when we get these dog shit picks. Kmart, let's get you in here. You've been uh, dipping your toes in some NBA restart. And what do you got your eye on right now? Yeah, so right now uh, I got the Celtics going. They're up 17 here late in the third. Uh, We got the Blazers at the line shooting two. Uh, I took them minus four, so I'm keeping my eye on that. Um, You know, Blazers, you know, I expect them to make a uh, run here, but Celtics should hold them off. In the later day, I do have the Mavericks minus six. You know, another, if you will, square pick. But, um, you know, just with these NBA restarts, you know, it's the first couple games in. Both, uh, you know, Dallas and their opponent have played one game before they are you know they're gonna have these tired legs coming into it and I do like uh you know Dallas whether it's within free throws at the end but I do like them to win this game by 10 say follow that don't even watch it go have a drink or two come back win some money um and you know with 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 back to you know fade den um, you know, I had I, I threw in a late uh, late square parlay with Dodgers, Astros, and Mavericks money line. You know, fifty bucks is going to win you about a buck twenty-five. Okay, there you go. Now, Chris, I feel like you would push back on that Mavericks pick. Typically, I'm showing over seventy percent of tickets on Dallas. They're favored by six. Uh, the Suns are, you know by everyone's eye the inferior team there so how do you feel about Kmart's Mavericks minus six pick is you know the sharp guys quote-unquote sharp guys in Vegas are going to be looking at the dog here getting very little uh, love from the public how do you feel about this pick yeah um and we know the sharps lose too everyone says the sharps are their their goal is to be 55 percent it means 45 percent of the time they're on the wrong end of the bargain there um taking the bet so kmart it may have a great point i mean i agree with them the mavs they're a tough team we love who doesn't love Doncic, you know and uh the suns are are not up to par with them but anything happened it's the nba they're getting six and a half now you're telling me you'd be shocked if somehow the suns lose by five or six i wouldn't be but uh so i just i just tread lightly there with those uh you know because Den could very well text us here in the next hour or two. What time's that game go off? Uh, six Western, nine PM Eastern. So we got a lot of time. He's got another four hours to hit us up. So and so we'll uh, you know we'll take a look at that and see. Hopefully he takes the Suns. And then look, we've got a Kmart special and a Fade Den, Fade You, Boom Boom. So yeah, and, that, and you know that's that's gonna happen because I'm not. I'm not afraid to to play what I feel might be a square winner where it might go against, you know, Chris and Matthew here. But, you know, I truly pride myself on not not being too square, but being able to see the value in a matchup play uh-huh. um, where others, you know, they're, they're just going to look at a lineup and see, okay, favorite, favorite, favorite. I'm going to parlay them all. I don't play every favorite. I love playing dogs too. Not as much as Chris here, but <laughs> I do I do like the matchup and the value with, uh, as I said, I played the Celtics here. Uh, so I'll double digits towards the end of the third and then the Mavericks as well later in the day. 
That's a good. That's a good point, Kmart. Because uh, Dennis, where Dennis just looks, I feel like I've even seen him look, and he just picks random favorites. Right? He doesn't even go into it. He doesn't, uh, you know, care to see maybe an injury. He just says Mavs are a better team, and he blindly takes it. Where you really dig into it, check and see matchups where you know the weaker team uh, has the disadvantages, and then that's where you attack. So that's a good point. Um, to do that and so that's why we can fade Den and we don't fade Kmart because we know he's got a lot more thought into his absolutely and, and which is why I even said you know buy that half point or even a point because late in the game with different runs fouling that difference between a five and a six can be the difference between a push and a win or a loss so I mean for if you're betting a hundred bucks to risk another 20 honestly who really cares 20 bucks are you going to be mad if you pushed are you going to be mad if you lost so that's the way i look at it uh, i'm not afraid to do that because six is a lot in an nba game especially with late game situations especially early in this restart yeah Let's look at a couple other NBA games and get some just betting philosophy in here. Oh, wow, Matt, this is good. This is good. Our first first time live pod, Tito, hits me up. Can you bet second half Grizzlies? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, there we go. So for everybody, it's Spurs 59, Grizzlies 54 at the half. So his Grizzlies are down right now, and he's kind of chasing so he's chasing it. So we're going to go uh, fade Tito the other way. We're going to go Spurs second half. Uh, if you're following us on Twitter at fade you sports, letter U, fade you sports, you will get this pick right now and you'll get a nice fade on Tito. Uh, while we lock that in, let's look at a couple other NBA games that we can share some betting philosophy on. Chris, we actually made this one the poopy line of the day. And this is on the Twitter too. So for some context, Sacramento favored the other day over the Spurs. They lose outright by nine. Public was liking the Kings in that game for some reason. And so now what's happened is Kings are an underdog to the Magic, who ended up beating Brooklyn by 10 the other day. Uh, Public really heavy on the Magic. Tell me, uh, how did you sniff this one out? And how did you decide this was our our daily dookie, our shitty line of the day? Uh, Doesn't it smell? I mentioned it to you. You were kind of on my page earlier that it was a little stinker especially because the maps i mean the the magic looked so good against the nets right i don't i think they were up by like 15 or 20 at some point it, it looked closer than it was um and then like you said you saw sacramento just lay a dud against uh, the spurs so why is it only two well, shouldn't it be five six seven shouldn't they, the magic dominate again uh not so fast so we're gonna go ahead and take uh the kings of norcal and go ahead and uh, ride them with the two points. And Kmart, how do you feel about this one? You saw uh, and the public cashed on Orlando the other day. Uh, so here comes the public. They're loving them. Um, is this about right? So, I mean, do you see this kind of being? Yeah, like I, I agree with Chris. I would just say, you know, on a game like this, early in this restart, you know, if this were 10 games in the restart, I would be saying fade all the way, follow fall that poopy play of the day but I say tread lightly don't go all in on it just because Orlando they did essentially have a route where they weren't playing their main five for a long time whereas Chris remind me who they're playing the the Kings 
right, where the Kings, they actually had a couple starters play 35, 40 minutes. So again, in this restart, you're going to see these tired legs start happening. Really, I mean, everyone gets a second win in that first quarter. You can get it through to halftime. You saw that adrenaline in the third quarter, but that fourth quarter where it's going to matter. Look at that Laker game yesterday. That thing was tied up late. Next thing you know, it's not even close. I think it was tied up at 81. Raptors ran away with it. So you could see something very similar, but I still think the Kings is the right play. For sure. There you go. So we'll see if that line was shitty enough and uh, and we hopefully are all over it. Let's look at one more game because you're getting a lot of one-sided action uh, on Team Giannis. Everybody wants the Bucks. Everybody's laying five. Um, that one continues to climb. Kmart, is there value in taking Houston in this one? Uh, I mean, there's there's always value with Houston. I mean, you have two of the best guards in the NBA right now, and Russell Westbrook and James Harden from ASU, and they're going to play small ball. They're not afraid, as you saw in that game with Dallas, to just shoot them up. They got down, I think, 10 at halftime, and I mean, if that that would have been the perfect play for Tito and the fade you because, you know, he, he probably would have, you know, kept on Dallas with them scoring. And, you know, Houston, you know, initially came back, sent it to overtime, ended up winning, I think, like 153, 149, something like that. But, I mean, this Houston team, they're I – won't, I won't shed away from it. I am a big Laker fan. I have my eyes on Houston. Um, you know, they're with this small ball, they're going to give a lot of teams problems. There's after today going to be only six games left in this restart before the playoffs start. And Houston's going to be there and they're going to, they're going to make a run. Barring an injury, they will be right there. It'll come down between the two LA teams and Houston, in my opinion. Do you think it could be something where Houston with a small, I mean, obviously teams are going to be dealing with rust. Are teams just not sure how to play against this Houston lineup yet? Could you see something where teams just have to adjust to a different kind of style with how small those guys are? Uh, yeah, I mean, again, again, we're talking about a restart. We have four months off, and these might be professionals, but you take any time off, the speed of the game is going to take its effect on you. So really, when you talk about these, this small ball, it's not – you can't think of, okay, we got, you know, six foot four guys going against a couple seven footers, you know, average lineup, this and that. I mean, we're talking speed and speed kills. Um, and Houston's got a lot of speed. I know this isn't the NFL. We're talking about a hundred foot court, but they are good at pushing the court. They're, they're a lot like the eighties Lakers where it's showtime, but instead of running to the hoop, they're going to stop at three. You got four guys that can drill it. Look at the D'Antoni offense with the Suns back in the early 2000s. They gave a lot of teams fits. So that's exactly what this team's going to do, and they have much better athletes than that team ever did. There you go. Chris, do you agree with, with the Houston pick uh, and finding the, the value on them as a dog here? Uh, yeah, I lean that way. Like I, like Kmart said about my poopy pick, uh, be a tread lightly just because the Bucks are so darn good. But, I mean – you have to lean that way. Rockets getting points. They were getting a couple, I think, against the Mavs. They somehow end up tying it. Fuck my fucking under up. Riley's under. All our live wager unders. Goodbye. 
and I don't even want to know how much money you guys lost on that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, talk about the square under, yeah. So it went yeah. to like 305 on that final. But yeah, I, I'm gonna, I would want to take the points here too. I think it, we're gonna call it a dog day. We're fading Tito, Spurs are getting points, Kings, Bucks, and then hey, we'll see the Mavs and Suns. Kmart's on the Mavs, we'll switch back to favorite there. So yeah, I'd probably take the five. Uh, Go ahead and give me it, especially because it looks like far six sixty percent of people are thinking Bucks are gonna gonna roll again. So now on on this show we love to talk about shitty narratives and narratives that we like to fade. That's the that's how we got started here at Fade You. We find a narrative that is stupid and and then we fade the shit out of it. So one narrative with this one, Kmart, and you can kind of pick this one up. Houston played an overtime last game. They were down almost the entire game to Dallas, go to overtime, tired legs, and hence that's why they're five-point dogs here. Do you buy into the – I mean, we're talking about conditioning. We're talking about rust. How much do you buy into, oh, I'm going to just fade this team coming off uh, an overtime game where they had to come from behind? Oh, I love it. I mean, we're talking overtime and an early start, five minutes. Who did the Bucks play? They played the Celtics. This game was tied at 107 before there's a crucial play that was initially ruled as a charge on Giannis. Then they reviewed it. It was a and one, and they ended up killing the cover that we, all of us here had. I think we had plus four, plus five. Yeah, I saw that alert. Like Yeah, and it's going to be a similar game. It's going to be close. Both teams... I mean, I'm not. I don't really care about five minutes um, overtime. You know, they got the win. They have the adrenaline. But the Bucks, they don't really. They're not really that deep. People think Giannis. He is an MVP candidate. They are a team that is going to compete and contend for the finals. But Houston, Houston has depth again. They have two of the best guards. These two guards can put up 80 points at will any given night. And I see them being too much to handle for a bigger Bucks team who I think will actually end up having more tired legs. There you go. We're going to jump back over to baseball here, last few minutes of our show. Chris, we're going to give a quick Den update here, Den's action. Uh, Den was on the D-backs, who are now down 3 nothing to Kershaw's <laughs> Dodgers in the fifth inning. And then... What did Dennis get on that live total at Coors Field, 11 and a half? Yeah, so it's inching closer towards it. It's still under. We're now through seven, and it's nine to one. So Den needs two more runs to actually hit that big, giant, inflated over at Coors Field. So, man. got a better line. I think he got it after a scoreless first, so he got a little value there. Um, But, yeah, it's going to the eighth inning, so they got an inning and a half because the Rockies are up. They could hold and see what it does. Now, one thing that is a little bit interesting, just looking at the MLB scoreboard right now, is holy under so far. You got Pittsburgh and the Cubs 1-1 in the ninth. Uh, we just talked about the Colorado. That's under right now. The Dodgers are, are pitching a shutout three. That's only at three. Houston and the Angels is 2-0. A's and Mariners are only 1-0. And then you look at the games that are final. Brave shot, the Mets 4-0. Baltimore 5-1 over Tampa. I mean, these are all going under right now. So, Chris... When you look to Sunday night baseball tonight, any over teams playing? Do you know who's playing tonight? Oh, man. I mean, the Red Sox were an over team, but all of a sudden their bats are shit and uh, their pitching decided to not give up more than four or five after they gave up, what, 10 or 11 a 
a pop earlier this season. So, yeah, it's juicy. The rivalry of all rivalries in sports on Sunday night baseball tonight. You got a couple uh, ho-hum pitchers going. Paxton's got his molester stash, it looks like. And it's 27 ERA, so that's good. Yeah. That's good. And uh, it's 10 and a half, so they're not adjusting. The, that kind of tells you got to look at stuff like that. You're like, man, they've had back-to-back unders, and they were 10 and a half, and Vegas is not budging off that high total. They're saying, we think there's going to be runs tonight. So we'll go ahead and keep an eye on that. Uh, check out Fade You Sports later on. We might post something on that uh, over later. Hey, Mark. Uh, James Paxton not only rocking the molester stash, 27 ERA, and his whip is six. Is that bad? It's not good. <laughs> there you go. But for me, uh, you know, I posed this question to, you know, my Fagu brothers here earlier. I'm going to be all over that over. Um, I'm waiting for a few games here to really dictate how much I'm going to put on it. But that game, to, that over to me is an all-in play. Just to follow up on that, you see all these day games, the under is holding really strong. Does that make you more inclined to hammer the over on a Sunday night baseball game, or do you see those not related at all? Or are you just looking at just this one game? Yeah, just look at one game. Like I, th- I think you know, if you look at NHL with you know a lot of these games going under to start, um, you know, even even MLB, you know, you're having, you know, we got to remember, you know, all these players, they're still people. They are still going through the same thing every one of us are going through with you know COVID and everything. Um, but it, you can't, you, Red Sox and Yankees, that score is not going to dictate what three games that went on hundreds of miles away are doing to that. you got to strictly look at how these bats are hitting, how these pitchers are throwing, and you got to play it, play it that way. Maybe I'm wrong and maybe, maybe somehow Yankees or Red Sox win three to two and it's holy fade Kmart. Or maybe they go off as I expect and someone wins seven to five and it's like, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. So time will tell. All right. Chris, any final thoughts before we get out of here on this fine Sunday? Uh, no, just keep an eye on the Twitter. Like we said, um, fade the guys that are just going to come in blindly with you, uh, at you with favorites and, and overs and all this stuff and crazy parlays, you know, just go ahead and, uh, think uh and listen to our pod and look at fade you twitter and think through your bets like kmar does look at the matchups look at the trends look at everything don't just oh this team's better i'm gonna take it like matt says screw your bullshit narrative be sharp kmar any final thoughts before we get out of here and go sweat the end of this celtics game that looks like they've blown about a 20 point lead here yeah i was gonna say uh as i said earlier in the call look for the blazers to make a run here it is Three ball up, Celtics up one. So you got the balls for it, lay more on the seas. All right, so there it is. We're going to get out of here. Enjoy the rest of our Sunday. This is Matthew James signing off for Chris Duke and Kmart. Everybody follow the Twitter at Fade U Sports, and we'll catch you guys next time. Yeah.